morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, October 4th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today, we're going to hear some about Moses from the book of Exodus. But before we get to that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you that you reveal who you are, that we have access to you, that you are not hidden that the beauty of your creation is all around us, that evidence of who you are is interspersed all throughout our life. Give us the patience to look and see and the hope and the faith to believe. And pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. I want to give you just a little bit of context before we get to our story. We're going to be reading from the third chapter of Exodus, verses 10 through 15. And then we'll jump to the fourth chapter for verses 10 through 17. This takes place when the Israelites are slaves in Egypt. And there comes a time when the Pharaoh at that time dies and God decides that this is the moment. He has heard them crying out in their slavery. And so he is going to lead them into freedom and he's going to use Moses to do this. And so our passage today picks up with God speaking to Moses. God said, Come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. God said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my title for all generations. But Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I've never been eloquent neither in the past nor even now that you have spoken to your servant. But I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who is it that gives speech to mortals? Who makes them mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to speak. But Moses said, O my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and God said, What of your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he can speak fluently. 
Even now he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, his heart will be glad. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you what you shall do. He indeed shall speak for you to the people. He shall serve as a mouth for you, and you shall serve as God for him. Take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, we are given the divine name for God, but it's kind of uh, confusing. (laughs) It's not Bob. It's not Bob. Uh, What are we supposed to make of this passage and, and the name that's given? So I find it interesting that um, when you read about the giving of the divine name, um, usually, and correct me if I'm wrong, right, The all, most of the commentary is, here's what we think it means, but we aren't really sure, and it's mm-hmm. mostly a transliteration, but um, I will tell you that the, the name being I am, um, for me, is really speaks to God's permanence. Um, and God's um, uh, immu- immutability. Yeah, I said that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it speaks to this idea that um, God is a constant being who is with God's people at all times. You want to know who I am? Fine. I am. I, I just am. I'm in the world. And if God is in the world, it should change who we are and how we act within the world. And so I think that's a really beautiful way of saying it. Um, and it's interesting, right? Naming in the Old Testament in particular usually has an element of power. Mm-hmm. If you can name something, you have some sort of control. That's not the case here. I am gives us no control, mm-hmm. but it just reminds mm-hmm. us that God exists and if we can believe that God exists, then we believe that God is with us and for us. What do you think? I mean, I never, I, that's, that's a really interesting thought of, of the naming that I hadn't thought about before that, um, you know, there is, I was look, reading about this and there's really, they just, they just don't know where this came from. There's, mm-hmm. there's no, I'll, even some of the other Hebrew words for God are, uh, come from Babylonian gods or have yep. some iteration, but this one they just have no idea. And so uh, that complete originality and confusion and the fact that, you know, uh, our Jewish brothers and sisters still won't say it because yeah. it's so uh, holy and divine that, that to give that power over, I think is really beautiful. Um, I was I was reading about it, and as you said, you know, we don't know exactly how to translate it um and i think and that is part because there's no uh vowels in it um and so because there's no vowels we also don't know what tense it is we know it's some for to, form of the to be and so that's why we do the i am um but i was reading that you know quite a few scholars would say it's actually probably more of i am who i will be uh and i think that that's really you know as as readers of this story uh and as readers from the outside and readers in the inside, I think that gives us two perspectives of who God is. For the Israelites, as if Moses comes and says, "I am," God says, "I am who I will be." We ha- they have the expectation that God is going to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who move God into the future move, with them is going to move with them. So who God is is someone is is a God that moves with them. As people who have read this story, uh, who is God? God is someone who saves. 
Um, that that's what God does, that God liberates and redeems and breaks chains. That that's what, that's, that's what the action that happens for the Israelite people. And so we both know that the I am who I am, I am who I will be, is both a God that we have an expectation who will move and act in the world. And we also have seen a God who has moved and acted in the world. Yeah, it's interesting because it's that state of being I think for the Lord God, it matters not the name. What matters is that you know that God is. Hmm. And what matters is that you know that God remembers the promise that was made to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and and now the Israelites. Like those are the two things that really matter. Um, and I do think that it is a human desire to want to like name and know and pin down. We love knowledge. Give us the knowledge of who this is. And I think over and over again, the message of the Bible is knowledge is fine, but I desire your faith Hmm. and your belief and your trust. Those are the things that I want. And, and that, you know, the to be verb is, I'm just going to, I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like that's probably the most common verb in the human language. Oh, yes. Um, and so the fact that God takes on uh, this this verb that is the most common is just that God is a verb. God is doing. God is. God is being. Yeah. God is. And so all those uh, verbs that we can ascribe to God is just the fact that um, God isn't going away. God isn't stagnant, uh, but God is active. You know, I was um, talking with someone once about being a parent and, you know, if we do it well, if we don't. Um, And I told them that I do believe that 90% of the work of being a parent is simply being Hmm. there in their day-to-day life and loving and caring for them. And I think that's what God is trying to tell Moses. When they ask you, tell them that I am And I am with them, and I remember the promise that I have made. So to close, we have a quote um, from Neil Gaiman from his book, Coraline. What's your name, Coraline asked the cat. Look, I'm Coraline, okay? Cats don't have names, it said. No, said Coraline. No, said the cat. Now you people have names. That's because you don't know who you are. We know who we are, so we don't need names. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.